Hello, everyone, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast, the show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and all of the glorious insanity therein. My name is Randy. I am your host on this journey, and of course, I'm not alone. I'm joined once again by my friend and my co-host, Phil. Phil, how you doing today, brother? Hey, what's going on, brother? I'm doing quite all right. In the world of 80s cartoons. Uh, but of course, before we get into that, I've got to let you know that Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek World Order. Go to geekworldorder.com for all the latest and greatest social media. Uh, on Facebook, look us up. Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast and Geek World Order. Twitter and Instagram, both at Geek World Order. And today, our rated movie that they turned into a children's cartoon. It's for the kids. That's right, folks. Everyone's favorite cyborg hero, Robert Cop. <laughs> Oh, I mean RoboCop. <laughs> oh, poor Robert Cop. Robert Cop. Please kill me. Man. And folks, just look up Robert Cop. Like the the just the glorious <laughs> knockoff toys. These these cheap it, KO garbage toys. That, it's totally worth it. Look it up, please. Seriously, th- this robot looks like he's still in pain. Oh, man. So, yeah. RoboCop. The dark and violent 80s shoot-em-up action movie. Man, if if you people have seen this movie, like the 80s version, my man got brutalized. And they made this for for kids, a cartoon show. Bro, (laughs) like, they straight-up shoot Murphy in the face. Yeah. Like they shoot his his hand completely explodes. They shoot his hand off. They literally shoot him up so bad his his legs go missing. Like I've maybe seen like one more violent kill in a movie, and that was like in the Toxic Avenger. Yeah, well, Toxic Yo, Avenger is purposely over right. the top. Yeah, but, like, in Toxic Avenger, where that one guy gets, like, the weights, like, through his face. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah, no, that's, like, the only thing I've seen that's, like, more graphic than, like, RoboCop's death. <laughs> or I should say Murphy's death before he becomes RoboCop. Oh, my God, man. Ooh. So yeah, so we start this episode of the RoboCop animated cartoon entitled Crime Wave with a burglary at the blood bank. Yeah, the freaking blood bank. So yeah, there's uh, six guys robbing the place. They've all got guns. And there's a police officer out there who may sound very familiar to you. So this uh, chief guy this police guy it's definitely pat fraley because you can hear his big boss voice coming through (laughs) nice it's like it's like (laughs) oh it sounds like pissed off irish big boss yeah pretty much it's like we go from the cop killer to a cop (laughs) So yeah, they're Oh man, he was arrogant too. Yeah, dude, that guy was a dick. Yeah, he was. I was like, uh, yeah, that's typical. So yeah, these bad guys, these thugs are tried to steal some plasma. 
because that's worth a fortune. Yeah, so the they, police are like, oh, we'll just bust in here and just start shooting things. Like, And the guy that runs the blood bank's like, um, c- could you not? Could you not do that? Um, we have that for over 100 patients in the city. Yeah, we kind of su- supply half the hospitals in this city here. And if you do that, a lot of people are going to die. So these guys are loading up their van. And the guy sets a a nice bomb off and puts a 12-minute timer on it. Yeah. Why is the timer set for 12 minutes? That is an oddly specific amount of time. Yeah, I was going to say, he sure gave them quite a bit of time to get that taken care of. Right? But no need to fear. Robocop is here. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, dude, he just, like, waltzes through the door. Him and his partner, Lewis. And these guys just start shooting at him. Didn't he, like, walk through, like, the side of the... (laughs) Yeah, he just, like, made his own door. Through the wall. (laughs) Like, don't cause any property damage. Does not compute. It's like in a... Oh, man. Arise, Serpento, Arise. Um... When uh, the G.I. Joe team, like, infiltrates the Dreadnoughts, they're being, like, chased, and they escape through, like, this building. They're like, the Sergeant Slaughter's like, out the back door! And like, oh, yeah. uh, what, uh, what door? <laughs> this door! Boom! He just punches <laughs> through Sergeant a wall. Slaughter, dude. He just punches through the wall. This door. <laughs> basically what Robocop does here. He just, like, walks through the side door, like, you are under arrest. And they just start firing off on him, too. Yeah, and his partner, Lewis, she's uh, ducking for cover because she's a human. Yeah, she just runs in like, yeah, you're under arrest. Like, get out of here. And <laughs> Robocop's like the, the Wonder Woman bracer. just like, bing, 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 bing. Seriously, though. Bouncing all off the man. And if they know who Robocop is, shouldn't they know by now that that's going to happen? Right. But I don't know. <sighs> 80s. So yeah, they get in the van they try to run. But nah. Robocop just like picks up the back end of the van and starts shaking it. Yeah, he basically, he, sh- he shook them out like candy. Yeah, pretty much. He's like... He shook, he shook them out like you trying to fish a guitar pick out of an acoustic. <laughs> Get out oh, of there! That's funny. It's like, alright, now we will arrest you. Um, yeah, that can wait, man. Because this bomb about to go off. Hey, we got a bomb in here, baby. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Robocop's like, no time. To defuse, must get rid of bomb. Oh, and he chucked that thing. Yup. He got he got that wide he got that uh wide receiver arm. Seriously, like he chucked that thing through the like a top. It was like a glass um whatever it was on the ceiling. It chucked that thing way up in the air and it just blew up. Or quarterback or somebody or. And whoever the sports ball guy that throws the the ball is, that guy. <laughs> sport ball guy. Yeah, sports ball guy. <laughs> there's a 
Oh, that describes like 87 80s villains right there. And a handful of uh, Power Ranger monsters, I believe. Right. <laughs> so yeah, so the uh, situation's under control, and we cut to the police station. Where this, where the dickhead from earlier is arguing with RoboCop. Seriously, who argues with RoboCop? No, he's going off. He's like calling him like hot-headed, irresponsible. RoboCop's like, um, no, I calculated all of the variables. It's like, oh, don't get, don't get smart with me or whatever the hell he said. He's like, yeah, and then like Lewis pipes up with something. And this guy's like, shouldn't you, like, be on patrol or something, bitch? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, so we cut across town to um, the evil corporation from the movie. Which, oh, what was, oh, I, I cannot remember the name of that corporation to save my life. Uh, it was like, Globe. was it Globodyne? Something like that. Some something weird. But I definitely remembered their logo. It was like definitely the the evil bad guy company. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're going to a boardroom where um, Mister Doctor McNamara is showing footage of this. He's like, "Yeah, see, yeah, this whole RoboCop project is just wasteful spending. Absolutely, utter, utterly useless." Yeah, spend your money on my crap instead. Yeah, the ED two sixty. The big, wa- yeah, the big walker with the big old guns. Oh, dude, that scene was so yeah. funny. He's like, oh, oh, I've totally made it better. I even arranged a demonstration, bro. This demonstration is completely. Uh, this is a shit show. It was a hot freaking mess, dude. <laughs> like, it starts out nice. He's directing traffic. Like, move along. Keep moving. And then this guy, like, him and his wife are arguing. And he just makes an illegal U-turn. Yeah. And the ED-26, he just shoots the car. Start yeah, he starts shooting at these this two this elderly couple that made like an illegal U turn. Yeah. And blows up the back of their car. He's like Like please like pull over. Um, did did you hear something, honey? Nah. nah. Pull over. I'm like, damn. And then it just starts to a mess of like cars being shot like chaos <laughs> and at one point the ed 260s yelling vehicles will be towed at owner's expense vehicles owner's will expense. be towed at owner's <laughs> expense dude i was laughing so hard he's like he like, just kept repeating at owner's expense at owner, owner's expense as he shoots the shit out of everything like this this robot just had like the mental breakdown <laughs> that like all of us want to have it work. Seriously, whoever got to play that robot <laughs> had a blast. It's like that's the I hate my job so bad 
and I have a mental breakdown every day at that job. That that was literally what like going postal was like. like, like that is would... <laughs> that is Florida man quits his job, <laughs> right? Dude, it was so funny. I know. Oh like, my god. Oh, this this might have been the best part of the episode. It really was. It was so good. Like like literally just this scene is worth watching the episode alone. Like the thing went it, it went completely ape shit and it was hilarious. And then guess who shows up to uh alleviate the situation? Robert. <laughs> Good old Robert Cop. <laughs> he's like, and he's like, oh, man. he's like, they're there, they're there. Nobody panic. Nobody, citizens, please remain calm. After this freaking giant dumpy robot shot the shit out of everything, he's like, calm down. He's like, they're there, buddy. They're there. They're there. there. Had- there had to have been some casualties, man. Right? Come on. Somebody had to have died. Somebody got shot. Bro. Bro, if that scene happened in a RoboCop movie, it would be bloody. Seriously. Like, most of whoever was on that block would be dead. Yeah. There would be some charred bodies. Some like, body parts, blood. Bull- just ugh. Bullet holes everywhere. Like organs. It's like, hey, oh, that's a nice red car. That car wasn't red two minutes ago. <laughs> oh shit! So we cut back to the uh, global whatever la- boardroom. Not even their labs. We're we're in their boardroom. McNamara is like, um, I'll I'll see myself out. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go kill myself now. <laughs> so he's embarrassed. He's angry. RoboCop's gonna pay for this. He's embarrassed me for the last time. It's like, dude, you and he goes like did that to yourself though. And he goes full on Kyle mode. <laughs> oh yeah, he punched. The he wall. punches the sheetrock, dude. He puts a hole in that drywall. Yeah, he did. Yo, does he? Does McNamara have, like, robo-hands or something? Yeah, I was like, oh, he's got a robotic hand. I wonder what happened. Oh, I think both of them are. I think yeah, both of them right. were colored, like, silver. Like, are these, like, yeah. robo-hands? I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because I think I've only seen the first RoboCop, and that was, like, years ago. Yeah, it's been a long time. I've never seen any of the sequels. Oh, the remake was interesting. Yeah, I didn't see that either. It was pretty interesting. So yeah, so our uh, classic 80s villain, he's angry, he's sworn revenge, he's punched the shit out of some drywall. Oh yeah, he means business, he punched that drywall. So you know what that means, folks. According to our lovely database of TV tropes, it's commercial time. Remain calm. We'll be back. Night off. We'll be back. So they can catch the two-hour premiere of television's hottest new secret agent. Codename, Foxfire. When time is running out, 
When the mission's impossible, the only man for the job may be a woman. Codename Foxfire. Next. Secret agent. Maggie, cat burglar. Danny, the driver. Tonight they're together and they're invincible as codename Foxfire. When the stakes are too high, when the missions are too tough, and no man can cut it, there's only one place to turn. Codename Foxfire. The best six passenger car value. The Plymouth Reliance Super K. Now we're offering our dealers automatic transmission at no extra cost. These savings may be passed on to you. You can save up to $439. Backed by a five-year or 50,000-mile protection plan. The 550 Reliance Super K. Match it. These two Diet Colas are caffeine-free and both contain NutraSweet. The difference is caffeine-free Diet Coke contains almost twice as much saccharin as it does NutraSweet. However, Diet Pepsi Free has no saccharin. It contains 100% NutraSweet. So if you want the taste of 100% NutraSweet and no saccharin, your choice is Diet Pepsi Free, Diet Pepsi, and Pepsi Light. All 100% NutraSweet. And 100% taste. You are looking at pictures of history just some of the photographs that will find a place in America's family album from Kodak. Where your family photo, along with millions of others, will be displayed at the Statue of Liberty National Monument. A monument you can help restore with your own photograph and your support. So see your photo retailer for details and be a part of this historic endeavor. Help Kodak keep America's image. I've got a miserable cold. Me too, with every cold sipping in the book. Runny nose, cough, stuffy head. Oh, I ache. I want a cold medicine to relieve everything. And I want what I could trust, too. Try Co-Tylenol. The Co means it has ingredients to relieve every major cold symptom. The Tylenol means you can trust it. Co-Tylenol relieved all his cold symptoms. And she trusts it. Co-Tylenol cold medicine. Trust it to relieve every major cold symptom you've got. All right, and we are back. And we're um seeing this um kind of skeevy looking uh part of town. Oh, they oh they're in an arcade. And we just got these bunch of thugs. They're bored. They're looking for some action. So they just decide to start trashing an arcade machine for no reason. Seriously. And we learn these guys are kind of tough. One of them's got like a flamethrower. Yeah, he like he burned the thing in the middle of the arcade. One of them is just purely psychotic. <laughs> now, now was the one that was um, um, playing the machine, which was like a racing sim. Yep. And we learned this group is called the Vandals. And McNamara enters the arcade. A new challenger is approaching. And he's like. 
I'm looking for the vandals. Oh? What for? He's like, well, I've got a big old suitcase full of money here. Oh. Now I need you to go on a massive crime spree for me. And they're like, uh, why? Uh, ain't we gonna have to deal with RoboCop? Um, yes. That's exactly why I want you to go on a crime spree. Like, oh. Uh, basically, he wants to create, like, all the crime... To, su to such a massive point that RoboCop can't do it all at the same time. And he just wants him to look bad. Yeah, he's like, yeah, so he'll look bad. Like, this is, is that, like... That's your diabolical plan, huh? Yeah, this is like corporate subterfuge. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to destroy my competition by just making them look bad. And then nobody yep. will want to invest in their company. You suck, RoboCop. Oh, no. <laughs> RoboCop cries tears of lube. <laughs> he's got, like, red like red axle grease running down his face. It's like he's crying freaking, blood. This is freaking 10W40. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaking lubricant. Leaking lubricants, Optimus. <laughs> when are we gonna start busting deceptive chops? <laughs> right. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so McNamara and the Vandals have a deal. He'll give them money, he'll give them access to technology, and they just get to run amok everywhere. So yeah, we cut to the police headquarters. They're overflowing. Um... The, the dispatcher or whoever's at the desk that day is like making bad sports analogies like we're it's the bottom of the it's the we're fourth and down we're getting blitzed oh where, man where the hell is Robocop oh uh, he's in the lab Dr. Tyler's um doing some reprogramming on him <laughs> he's like what the what what the hell Oh. <laughs> so yeah, so we go downstairs to the laboratory, and uh, Dr. Tyler, who I'm 90% sure wants to bang RoboCop. Pretty sure. Is doing, like, computer stuff, and it's like, oh yeah, we're going to increase his reaction times, and yeah, make him... like that. <laughs> so, Dr. Tyler and uh, Agent Lewis, they start arguing and Lewis is like, you're just trying to program the last bit of humanity out of him. And she's like, yeah, bitch, because I want to ride that robo dick. Yep, I know, right? Doing more than checking oil over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm trying to see what's up with these pistons. It's like, oh, yeah, the, the, the chief, the other guy's like, you know, we, we ain't got time for this. Yo, no RoboCop, we got, we got trouble at the shopping center. And they're like, like, oh, okay. Dr. Tyler's like, what about my adjustments? We still need to test it. It's like, I need what? to do my job. Like, <laughs> yep. Uh, nothing like a little on-the-job training. This is true. So, yeah, so we get the, uh, so we cut down to the uh, shopping center here. And, uh, Crash, one of the vandals, 
is like driving this like dragster just all throughout the mall. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was pretty interesting. So yeah. The one guy's like breaking glass and stealing stuff out the windows. And the other guy is just like taking stuff and like using people in the mall as like bowling pins. <laughs> yeah, they're dude. Like, another guy is like basically being a bull in a china shop destroying stuff. Yeah, dude literally like one guy like broke in, broke into the toy store and just started burning the toys. Oh yeah, the the like, one with the flamethrowers like burning yeah. everything. I'm like, what the hell, dude? So yeah, so good old RoboCop is time to here is here. Oh, and they have like a robot dog with them too. <laughs> yeah, how they manage that? I forgot about that. RoboCop jumps in and he's uh, swinging his gun around, and he like. Shoots up this sculpture or something. Some weird ass sculpture. It basically turns into like these spikes that just surround the robot dog. Yeah, so he took out the robot dog first, which is kind of smart. Yeah, so they start a fight. Robocop goes, he starts fighting them. Until, I believe it was Crash, straight up runs him over with the car oh yeah and like like drives him through a wall too I think Uh, yeah he effed him up real good yeah so yeah they crash away they run they walk away they're like man you don't wreck the car and crash (laughs) is like that's okay I'll just make one better yeah crash is nuts yeah no this guy is psychotic so Lewis is worried about RoboCop. She's like, um, are, are you all right? I think so. Then his arm falls off. <laughs> his arm just falls off. I'm sorry. It was funny. I think so. so... And his arm just goes. <laughs> it's like, damn, how hard you get hit, dude. And then he immediately like powers off. Oof. So yes, uh, and then he awakens up and he's back in the police lab. He's being repaired. So apparently they did a... Yeah, the Vandals did a pretty good number on him. Oh yeah. 37.9% of his circuitry is non-functioning. Yeah, whatever angle he hit him with when he crashed him into that freaking uh-huh. wall, he got him good. Yeah, so we cut to a, a news feed. The local news reporters are showing the clips of the Vandal's crime spree. And, of course, where do we cut to after this? Ah, uh, yes, the uh, evil Globodyne headquarters again. Once again, we're in the boardroom. McNamara's like, oh, see, 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 see how useless <laughs> RoboCop is? Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, see? He couldn't so he, handle it. He's sitting there spinning an agenda, and the big, like, corporate guy's like, oh, yeah, no, we, we could have some lawsuits here. It's like, yeah, that can cost us a lot of money. Oh, that's right, because that company basically built, like, a lot of the tech in RoboCop, didn't they? Yep. I was like, hmm, yes, we may have to pull the plug on the RoboCop project. 
me. By the end of the day. Yes, possibly (laughs) even by the end of the day. Oh, wow. Some, uh... Dun-dun-dun. So, yeah. We have uh, some nice uh, drama here. Our hero is incapacitated. And even more trouble coming his way that he doesn't even know yet. Whatever will RoboCop do? Well, we'll find out in just a moment, folks, because obviously, according to our uh, TV Trope database, obviously, it's commercial time. So we'll be back in a minute, folks. Everyone stay calm. Isn't it time you experience the outstanding total performance of the Mazda RX-7? Because only then can you feel the seemingly unending flow of power from its unique rotary engine and experience exceptional handling from its near-perfect weight distribution. Only then can you appreciate its aerodynamics at work. Only then will you understand why the RX-7 has become a legend in offering superior sports car value. Mazda RX-7. Experience it. The essence of climbing. John Buck. You gotta know the rock, every inch of it. What gets you over is a feeling that says you're going all the way. The essence of shaving. This is the Gillette Good News Disposable Razor. Light, easy to handle, Gillette Twin Blades. But what Good News is really all about is a feeling. A feeling you only get from Gillette. Good News and Good News Pivot from Gillette. The essence of shaving. Introduce chocolate mousse. In a cake? No mistake. Pillsbury chocolate mousse bun brand cake mix. Pillsbury mousse, you see, bakes inside chocolatey. So creamy. Oh, oui, oui. So fancy. But easy. New Pillsbury chocolate mousse bun cake. La mousse très chic. C'est fantastique. The enemy. Rain. A mere one-eighth inch can float your car off the road. Thus the rationale for Vector. Goodyear's unique all-season radio. So advanced, its crisscross tread actually pumps away water to help more tire and your car stay on the road. The Goodyear Vector. It simply performs like no other tire in the world. All right. And we are back. As we come back, um, the uh, news is on again. And apparently it's the stupid Petrick section of the news. So we just get like this random flipping poodle for no reason. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, and then we get back to the news that, oh, the Vandal's crime wave is continuing. I wish I could remember that cheesy line that reporter delivered after the poodle. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Oh, and then they go back to um, the dickhead police chief from earlier. He's like, everything's under control. No need to panic here, folks. Crash. Boom, into the big old explosion, and he falls <laughs> right. on the ground. Like, was, perfectly on like, cue. yes. Like him and the reporter like fall to the ground. And he's like, there's no reason to panic. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> it was beautiful. Oh, yeah. And like the police are shown being like overworked. Like the one guy's like trying to like, you know, pull equipment and guns. And some, 
don't know, some bureaucrat's like, no, you've got to fill out your requisition forms and do this and in triplicate. <laughs> Man, we ain't got time for no forms. Right? Yeah, the guy from was... earlier is like, <laughs> we ain't got time for no papers. Motherfucker. <laughs> I love that guy. And they like make some bad sports puns. He's just like, he's the typical like police chief. Oh, right. Oh, this is where we get the bad sports puns. It's, they're like, yeah, we're, yeah, it's the bottom of the ninth. We're <coughs> third and down. Where the fuck is RoboCop? In Blitz down here. <laughs> the Decepticons are blitzing Autobot City. We're really taking a pounding. Don't know how much longer we can hold out. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, it's like, um, well, RoboCup isn't, still isn't exactly functional yet. Nope. It's like, well, gonna have to do it anyway. So we cut to the Vandals, and they are driving the Killdozer. Oh, yeah. So, those nifty, uh... <laughs> Crash has just built this, like, giant bulldozer. And they jam it directly through the wall of the gold repository. Yep. So yeah, Robocop. Oh yeah, so Robocop and Lewis show up. It's battle time. And Robocop is still looking a little off. Uh, So he gets knocked down. Of course. Lewis just jumps in. Uh, she she gives some kind of a one-liner and throws a smoke bomb in there in the cabin. Yeah, which was actually pretty ballsy of her. Like, she jumped on it and, like, tossed the smoke bomb and just jumped off. Until they, like, jump out of it, like, two seconds later and, like, tie her up. Yep. Didn't they, like, handcuff her with her own cuffs? Yeah. That's embarrassing. So, yeah, no, RoboCop is not doing here well here. He's kind of shaken. You can tell he's visibly not doing good. But then all of a sudden, he's just like randomly fully charged up and back to full power. Yeah, he's like, I will not give up. And all of a sudden he gets everything's working 100 percent. Yeah, so he's like taking care of business. He's fighting them. Or at least for a short burst. Because then like as quickly as he's like back up to like full charge. His like. It cut to like his internal scanner mode, and you just see the battery gauge going down again. Yep, just like last time. So he's just gonna. T so he's obviously in the last chance mode. So he just grabs an entire steel beam. Oh my god, dude! He could have killed that guy. <laughs> oh, he chucks it right. I'm like, bro, are, are we watching like Serenity here? Is Crash about to get washed? <laughs> Yo, he chucked it right in his face. Right. I was Yo. like, "Oh shit!" Yo, if this was like the the RoboCop movie, we wouldn't yeah. we we wouldn't be saying "washed" nowadays. We'd be saying, "Oh, that guy got crashed." Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a complete decapitation right there. Yeah. Because he chucked that, that thing Yeah, hard. that wouldn't have just been through the chest. That, like, would have, like, taken the entire top half of Crash out. 
Seriously. Like, he would just be like a set of legs after that. Yeah. I gotta say, Crash had some quick reflexes. Because yeah. that would have took him out. Yeah, no, I thought he was dead at that point. Same here. I thought I was like, okay, I think he's dead. But nope. And, Apparently he he was able to make it out of there. I not, do not know how, but he did. But not for very long, because what, right after that, RoboCop crack, catches him and uh, makes the arrest. Yep. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Was RoboCop trying to kill him? Because after that, he like he shot the fuel tank. Right. And it catches on fire. You see Crash screaming, and he jumps out of it. Or, or is or is it or at this point, like, is RoboCop having such an existential crisis that he's actually just trying to kill himself? Yeah, true. And it's like, well, if you happen to be caught in the crossfire here, it's like, not my fault. Yes. <laughs> some you lose, some you don't. Oh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> yes. All these successful busts from Robocop were like are just unsuccessful attempts to kill himself. Because he just can't handle being like 90% robot. I know, right? Good job, Robocop. You've done it again. Damn it. Is that like the only thing like that's human on him is like that like half of his head? Yeah, just that like portion of his face and I guess some of his brain. Yeah. Yeah, they so they did it because like, did it really weird in the in the remake. Like they they gave him like a human hand too. It was weird. I was gonna say because like even in the movie, like there was barely anything like left of him, and I don't remember there being much of like human parts used outside of like the brain and his face. Yeah, I think yeah in the eighties one, it was just his face, and he had like he had his brain, and that was it. And then even then, there were, like, you know, cybernetic parts on his brain. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so he he's made the arrest. He goes and uh, saves Lewis on Tizer. And the day is saved. Hooray! RoboCop has done it again. Yep, RoboCop is done. <laughs> RoboCop has unsuccessfully kill, tried to kill himself again. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah, so we cut back to the evil corporation. And once again, we're in the evil boardroom. Because, yes, everything evil has to happen in a boardroom. Of course. I mean, look at Cobra. Extensive Enterprises. <laughs> yeah, Co Cobra's got some serious... They got some serious revenue, man. I mean, Cobra Commander literally has his own personal businessman. Cobra plays it smart. Yeah. Uh, well, most of the time, there, there <laughs> right. is literally an episode where he's out, where they run out of money. No, actually, oh. there might be a actually there might be a couple. Because I know, as I think Cobrathon is one of them. No, oh, no, that's just, no, that's the fun the computer virus. No, I think it's the first season. Oh, there is one where like. Cobra is like specifically out of money. Oh snap! Yeah. See, folks, even that's what happens when everything has to be snake themed in your terrorist organization. But 
But making the guns shaped like snakes will drive the budget up 12,000%. I don't care. Make him look like a snake. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, our, like... our boardroom. Uh, yes, um, the corporate head is like, you know, McNamara, eh, maybe it's a little too early to cut off the funding for the RoboCop project. Uh, I think we'll keep... I think we'll keep it around just a little bit longer. Damn it. Right. So yeah, McNamara is defeated. Without ever even having to step into a battlefield. Say, he, well. McNamara <laughs> has the honor of a Ferengi. <laughs> and, of course, next time. and of course, he swears revenge against Robocop. Damn it. I'll get you next time. Gadget. Robert. <laughs> Robert Cop. I'll be waiting. Please try harder. So yeah, we cut back to the police station. And Dickhead from earlier is once again arguing with Robocop. What were you doing out there, you moron? My job. Basically. It's like... All right, well, and Dr. Tyler's like, well, you, well, you need some sufficient rest now. The the, the crime has stopped. The, the police can handle this now. She's like walking him away. I'm like, she totally wants to bang RoboCop. Yeah, you can tell, right? She wants that pneumatic robo dick. <laughs> Good old hydraulic pump. And that's how the episode ends. On that, uh, <laughs> just, um, you know, questionable note of, um, did she go back to bang Robocop? Oh my god, what are you doing? I'm doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> that's not your job, bro. That's not your job. According to now. my programming, it is. <laughs> right. Oh, I gave him some, uh, some programming updates. New programming. Uh. To protect and serve Dick. More like... More like... Needs protection and service. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Robo just wants to die. Leave him alone. Oh, the late 80s were... A very odd time for cartoons. Yes, they were. Uh, I had to check to make sure this was actually 80s, because I was like, wait. Because the animation almost looked 90s. Yeah, they were they were getting to that point. Yeah, the, you, you could tell the it was definitely that late 80s where the, where the style and the influence was changing. Oh, yeah. And d definitely the style that carried us well into the early 90s. <laughs> Seriously. Who man. Oh, those criminals. Oh, dude. It was so fun, though. The criminals were funny. The freaking... Um... Oh, the criminal... Like, the, the designs of the criminals, you could tell we were starting to switch gears on it aesthetically. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, bad. That's what made me had to look... Wait, is this actually 80s or was it 90s? Like, yeah. Nope, nope, this was 80s. <laughs> 
This was like 88. And dude, the freaking that breakdown of that robot. Oh man, the ED260. That, that was the best. Oh man. That was pure mental breakdown. Oh, it's pure comedy. <laughs> right? It's like I told <clears throat> do no. No! I've told you how to do your job 400 times now. Listen to me. No, no, I've coached you on. I've coached you on this seven weeks in a row now. Stop it. Owner's expense. (laughs) Vehicles will be towed at owner's expense. Oh, my God. Just that one scene. It was just fantastic. Oh, uh, this is what happens when you watch these cartoons in your 30s. You, it's you... always... <laughs> and, Go ahead. and when you've spent like a decade working in retail, and you can just... Uh, you can see the mental breakdown. It It's like... Oh, it's like the Valentine's episode of The Simpsons... It, oh yeah where, where Lisa like breaks Ralph's heart like on national television <laughs> and Bart's like, like you could see the point of heartbreak right about uh, yeah. yeah and he's like <laughs> and he's like and he's like freeze he's like moving it frame by frame it's like yeah you can see the part you, where you literally ripped it right here or <laughs> Rolf you just see him <laughs> It's like, are, are you sure? Are you sure it's a broken heart? Like, are you sure he's not actually just having a heart attack at that point? <laughs> right. It's like, oh. It's oh like, man, bruh. Who? That's adulthood in a nutshell. Yeah, you you can tell like the exact moment that that robot had a mental breakdown. <laughs> The sad, the sad yet funny part is, look how much we relate to the villains as adults, man. Oh, jeez. It's crazy. Even that robot's mental breakdown, I, I felt that. <laughs> it's like, wow, this robot is having a mental breakdown. <laughs> I felt that, seriously. I, too, have felt like wanting just to scream random things like, Vehicles will be towed at owner's expense. Well, just blowing everything up. That too. Who? Yes, this this is adulthood, folks. Yes, it is. Reminds me of a meme I saw the other day. Of this guy just looking super stressed and it says, um... It like says something along the lines of when you see Superman using the car you're still making payments on as a weapon. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh. And he's just like hands on his head, like He's like, Ugh. Th- th- this is my world. <laughs> he's throwing it around like a freaking freaking paper plate. Right. Bruh. If I was in the Marvel world, I would not live in the state of New York. Nope. Like, nope. Just don't even think about going, like, near Long Island. Not at all. Who? I don't want to know what insurance rates look like in that world. 
Seriously, you try to get you try to get life insurance in New York. They just deny you right off the bat. It's like, it's like yeah. yeah, no, you're too close to Avengers Tower. Uh, uh-uh, nope. Yeah, you live near the X Mansion. Um, yeah, no, you, no, you actually aren't allowed to have car insurance at this point. Like, no, there's, but it's high high mutant activity in this area. But how do I drive a vehicle? It, car insurance is required by law. <laughs> it's like, well, sorry, we can't cover you. It's like, oh, you live in Brooklyn? No, no, that's Spider-Man's area. We we can't insure you. I'm sorry. Oh, you want you want car insurance in that area? Um, uh, here's the number to Lloyd's of London. <laughs> Maybe they cover webbing. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. It's like, um. Yeah, hi. Is this Lloyd? Do, do, do you cover? Yeah, I live in New York. Yes, I live in. Yes, I live in this. Yes, I live in. Yes, I live in the 616 area code. It's like, ooh. ooh. Uh, just gonna, just gonna stop you right there. But, but you ensure everyone who has enough. Uh, no, no, no. You live in the 616 area code. That's the mutant territory. The answer's no. Yeah, Magneto could literally crush you inside your car. We are we, um, we can't we can't we can't ensure that. Yeah, no. We're we're still processing claims from a Magneto attack um 7 months ago. We're still processing claims from that one. It's like, yeah, but um, this is this is a new year. It's twenty twenty one. Yeah, we know. Have you ever heard of Juggernaut? <laughs> Just no hope, man. And at that point, the the guy from Lloyd's here is in the background outside. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that one. We'll be back. Oh yeah, th- yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, I I heard the Juggernaut in the background there. <laughs> oh boy yeah might want to move uh maybe to florida but, yeah i was gonna say florida sounds pretty nice this time of year and not too many not too many tall buildings uh mutants hate the heat it's like yeah don't live in new york um don't live in don't live in the monster district of california the don't you know don't live near the abandoned the abandoned warehouse district. Um, definitely don't live near this city called Angel Grove. Oh boy! <laughs> like let's see, you're in Manhattan. We have a turtle problem there as well, believe it or not. So, right? Why do so many of these shows take place in New York? Yeah, I know, dude. I'm telling you, America's Tokyo. Although, uh wait. RoboCop takes place in what? Chicago, I think. What? What does? I want to say RoboCop takes place in Chicago. Yeah, I think so. What? Was wow. It De- was it Detroit? Oh wait, no, oh, yeah, it is Detroit. Wow. Yeah. Ooh man, talk about some areas that. Ooh, who Detroit in twenty twenty one? Who? Ooh, Chicago in twenty twenty one. Seriously. Yikes. Ooh, the, these uh, 80s movies were kind of on to something when they decided to take place in Chicago and oh, Detroit. Yeah. 
They knew what was going on. Now that you think about it, yeah, there was a lot of Detroit and Chicago back then. Yeah, that still has some pretty good potential now. They should um bring that back. Yeah, um Wow, that did not yeah, those movies <laughs> Yeah. Um wait I mean, you know, you wanna say the Simpsons did it, but um yeah, how about those uh eighties action films? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Who man. <laughs> oh boy. And somehow surprisingly Florida hasn't gotten there yet. I, yeah, I, I, don't, I can't imagine why not. How was how was at no point Florida become like the lawless wasteland that 80s movies like predicted some of these major cities to be? Pretty much. But no, we, we, we have our own problems in Florida. Hell yeah, we do. We just have all the meth. We have all the meth and scaly sewer cats. Swamp cats. Yes. But those are crocodiles. No. No, that's swamp the Flor- cats. That's the Floridian swamp kitten. <laughs> Look at all these little kittens. It's so cute. <laughs> Don't touch them. <laughs> oh. But yeah, the, these are the things you think about when you're in your 30s. Mm-hmm. And then you watch 80s cartoons and go, oh boy, they uh, sometimes they kind of nail it right on the head. Yeah, they do. They, they knew what they were talking about. It's like these guys predicted the future, man. Almost 40 years ago now. <laughs> yeah. Why were the 80s 40 years ago? Because uh, we've lost control of everything. I've it's four a.m. and I'm making pudding. I've lost all control of my life. <laughs> yes. Oh, Stu. Man, man, that scene Oof. from Rugrats, dude. Stu, it's four a.m. Dude, why are you making pudding? Just the dread in his voice. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I have lost. Is that what adulthood is like? I have lost all control of my life. It's like, it's like, oh, wow. wow, that scene hurts so much as an adult now. It's, <laughs> it stings. Oh, <laughs> oh, I feel it uh, in my soul now. Stu, I it's feel like, you, man. I didn't, un- I didn't understand it when I was eight years old. <laughs> now that I'm 35, I'm like, oh, Poor guy making pudding at 4 a.m., 5 o'clock shadow. He's still in his work clothes. (laughs) And when you realize, oh. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm probably. Oh, I'm probably older than Stu now. Probably. It's like, oh. Oh. I wonder how old Stu was. Right? Was he in his 30s? Wow, that is a great question. Because it looked like a lot of them, because they definitely weren't in their 20s. They had, most of those parents had to be in their 30s. Okay, so according, wow. So according to Wikipedia, at the at the time of the regular Rugrats series, not the all-grown-up one, but regular Rugrats, Stu was 33. 
I knew it. He's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Dang, man. We're older than Stu Pickles now. And that, that's pretty, uh, I was going to say, that's pretty accurate right there, Stu. He's like, Oof. yeah, wow. It's like, wow. In, in my, in our, we're like, yeah, mid thirties. Oh, we definitely understand the pain and tr- we, we understand the pain. Yeah, we do. And then some. Dang, what? man. What? Why are the cartoons of our childhood making us hurt as adults now? <laughs> see now we under see now we understand everything the parents are going through. Such painful reminders. It's like man, like I serious like I, I've become my parents. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, oh man, <laughs> it's like I'm saying and doing all the things they did now. Yep. I see why. Now we understand. And it hurts. Yes, it does. It hurts our souls. That, uh, well, it would hurt our souls if we hadn't sold them, you know, like five, you know, ten years ago to advance our careers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So on that uh, mind-boggling, sobering note, I think that'll do it for this week's episode of Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. Um, (laughs) So check us out on social media. Check us out on all the major podcast platforms. Subscribe to the show. Leave us a rating and a comment and all that good stuff. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see you. We'll see you next time. And hopefully we'll have something more happy than uh, Robert Cop's sad, miserable life. (laughs) And remember, kids, suffer. (laughs) 